It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. Happy Friday. Welcome to Troubled Minds News. I am your host, Michael Strange, and this is a show where the conspiracy is the news. And what that means is that's, of course, propaganda and uh, spinsters and liars. And uh, the media that we're supposed to believe is true is really, well, not <laughs> really not. And so uh, that's why we get together and talk about this stuff. And I was going through the news today, oddly enough, and uh, there is so much noteworthy news right now that uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually considering adding a news day here because there's an unbelievable amount of stuff to talk about uh, as it just keeps coming. And uh, as, as you can imagine, right, if you pay close enough attention, uh, the, you know, the the political powers that be want you to be talking about their priorities. OK, which, of course, is not your priority. It's not my priority. It's uh, their priorities, the elites, the people with all the money, the people with all the power, the people that are trying to keep control of this uh, this system. Right. Like I always say, the establishment moves to protect itself. And so, um, unfortunately, it's up to us to, to actually pay attention to the news cycles and find out what's really going on. Because we can't trust them. We can't trust them to give us the truth about anything. And again, I want to be clear about that. It's not that everything they tell us is completely fabricated, like, you know, like it didn't happen. It's that it probably happened, but they leave out so many details and twist it and spin it so much. It's almost like a comic book version of the real thing happened is how they report it. Right. So that's what I mean. I just want to make sure that uh, people don't misunderstand me when I say the news is fake because it is, uh, but it is based in some nugget of truth somewhere. So I I just want to make sure that we're clear on that. This is not the uh, I'm not the guy that thinks literally every single thing that comes out of the news cycle is phony because that would be that would be a comic book world for sure but okay so anyway that's what this show is about this show is about the the news the conspiracy that is the news and a lot of the things that get reported right 
but they don't spend any time on. It's like, um, like, like this is an old trick of the press. Like I've said, CNN and Fox, they, they all do this where they'll report on something and they'll give it like a quick 30 second segment. And so they can say, well, look, we reported on it, but then they'll spend, you know, the next six weeks talking about the same BS, the same, you know, five news stories, because, well, I mean, what's, what's in the news right now, right? It's, it's immigration, of course, is back again. Uh, what else are they talking about? No, they're talking about what a great president Biden is, right? Uh, they're talking about this infrastructure bill and Joe Manchin is a bastard, right? Like politically, like this is the type of stuff that, that they're going to just keep pushing through these news cycles. Because, like I said in the intro, and this is completely true, repetition is brainwashing. And so they continue to push the same narratives over and over and over again. And that's how they make you believe the BS they're trying to tell you. And so that's why uh, this is sort of the antithesis of that. I hope anyway, like I'm human and, uh, you know, I can be fooled by propaganda, too. So I try and stay out of that. Uh, but uh, you, you, it's hard to avoid it entirely. So anyway, that's what this show's about. And. As always, this is part of a, another show called Troubled Minds Radio, where we do uh, all, all kinds of other stuff, aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal. We had a great discussion about Bigfoot last night and uh, how it's kind of back in the news and people are seeing Bigfoot out there in the wild again. And also some, uh, you know, dimensional type of uh, considerations that maybe Bigfoot is a dimensional creature. So if you're into that and uh, you like this, well, go, go listen to Troubled Minds, which airs Monday through Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific. And you can find it at troubledminds.org which is where you can find all of everything all the social media and the phone number by the way because we do this show live we do the other show live if you want to be part of the show give us a call 702-957-1037 troubledminds.org click the discord link get your ass in here join the discord and we'll put you on the, the on the show yeah uh, v brosif what's up i see you there in the chat the only thing i worry about is the gun issues that is actually what's going on too uh, a lot of the gun control stuff is being pushed to the forefront because, of course, they've got a legislature and a president that will sign these uh, measures and these initiatives. And so that's the thing, right? Like, I'm, my, my whole point is that they, they, fake, they fake us out, right? They're faking us out. They're, they always show you um, terrible things that happen with guns, for example. But they never tell you, like, that guns in the hands of the right people save lives, right? So the, it never works that way because the media is dishonest. But what they don't want you to notice is that all the while, if we're going to disarm everybody, right, as you start pinching down uh, the different uh, gun-type stuff, they're, they're not... The government's not giving up their guns, right? They're not going to do that. <laughs> so you see, like, that's the thing they don't want you to know. So if guns kill people, then the government should not have them. Am I right? Oh, all right. Well, don't tell them that because, uh, yeah. Anyway, just as an example. But uh, let's go. We got tons of news to talk about, so let's do it. Do you want to be part of the show again? 702-957-1037. Get your ass in here and we'll put you on the show. Check this out. Let's go to, uh, let's start with Fox News. Yeehaw. Yeah, uh, this one was shared. Uh, and again, if you want your articles uh, to be put up on the show, share them in the Discord. And uh, as I go through and start picking out some articles to talk about, we will uh, possibly talk about yours. So please submit that stuff in right in the Discord. There's an entire uh, little um, subfolder called, uh, what is it called? Uh, conspiracy news links just drop them in there and uh, before i start i'll cruise through that and make sure there's anything in there that i think we should talk about i'll pull it out and we'll talk about it all right so uh this is the deal uh check this out this is from fox news and this is uh, two days ago covid19 infects about 100 
vaccinated crew members on HMS Queen Elizabeth, per a report. Yeah, this is from 40s AM. What's up, buddy? I see you out there. Cases were discovered during routine testing. Yeah, right. Routine (laughs) testing. Uh, just, uh, Just soak in. Just soak in the headline for just a moment. COVID infects about 100 vaccinated crew members on HMS Queen Elizabeth, per a report. Yeah, let's read some of this. Yep, about 100 vaccinated crew members aboard the Royal Navy's HMS Queen Elizabeth carrier have been diagnosed with COVID-19, but the outbreak is being managed. Oh, I see. So you can manage it, can you? How can you do that? Weird. Anyway, a report said Wednesday, the BBC reported there are more infections on warships in the carrier group, which consists of about 3,700 personnel. The flagship of the Royal Navy has entered the Indian Ocean and will eventually head to Japan. A spokeswoman told the BBC that the cases were discovered during routine testing and there are no effects on the deployments. Well, that's weird. Hmm. It seems strange to me that, it, uh, you know, this, this, this thing affects some places differently. Some places get locked down. Some places get, uh, you know, affects nothing. Uh, and not only that, vaccinated people. That's, that's a lot of people. A hundred vaccinated people on, on board this ship. Yeah. Anyway, right. Uh, uh, part of the upside down we live in with the inconsistent reporting, with the lying dog media, What's really going on with this, right? I, th- I think you guys know. I'm not going to say it, but I think you guys know what's really going on with this. This continues. The 65,000-ton carrier, which is said to hold 36 F-35s, which F-35s, of course, are stealth fighters, has been supporting live military operations against the Islamic State group in Iraq and is seen as a clear projection of strength. Commodore Steve Morehouse told the AP that the carrier offers the UK flexibility in how to conduct military operations abroad and keeps those who wish to cause us harm on their toes. He continued, but there is a reality when you buy yourself a fifth generation aircraft carrier and you take it around the world, people are interested in it. Oh, all right. Well, you know, that sounds like a bunch of propaganda spinster PR. But, uh, yeah, here we have this. Uh, COVID-19 infects about 100 vaccinated crew members. What do they call that? They call that a breakthrough infection. Is that what that's called? <laughs> weird, right? Weird. So weird. Uh, so, anyway, just uh, just kind of pointing this out that um, and not only that, if you notice the, the mask mandates are coming back, uh, just in Nevada here, they haven't mandated it, but they've suggested uh, it's now a suggestion, just like it started last time. That's, of course, um, you have to uh, they suggest you wear a mask regardless of vaccination status. Which, of course, makes me wonder about uh, what is going on with the actual uh, the vaccines. <laughs> just I'm just saying I'm just saying right? you know I mean it's not funny it's funny not funny right I mean this is one of those like uh like like we predicted go back go uh, the, the shows are up actually I took the shows down because I'm gonna cut them up nicely and I'm gonna put them up on the podcast feed but I'm not gonna hide anything all that stuff will come back uh, but the point being is we're on record saying that this is never going to end. This is going to be one of those situations where they will have a new, a new something every several months. And this, 
draconian thing is never going to end. And uh, yeah. Anyway, just uh, point it out. Just point it out uh, again. You know, like there's a point where you just uh, take your tinfoil hat off and say, well, we don't need it anymore because everybody's a uh, conspiracy theorist. Right. Uh, speaking of conspiracy theories, uh, did Epstein kill himself? Yeah, we'll get to that tonight or today as we continue. Let's go to space.com. NASA. Now, we talked about this last week on or earlier this week on Monday. Uh, the Hubble telescope was um, kind of flailing. It was, it was dying. It's um, it, they thought they might lose it. But they uh, they did go to the backup system. And it looks like they saved. They saved the Hubble telescope. Check this out. NASA revives ailing Hubble telescope. Uh, yeah. Space telescope with switch to backup computer. Yep. Hubble is back uh, on June 13th. Hubble shut down after a payload computer from the 1980s that handles the telescope. Scopes science instruments suffered a glitch. Now, over a month since Hubble ran into issues, which the Hubble team thinks were caused by the spacecraft's power control unit, NASA switched to backup hardware and was able to switch the scope back on. The uh, with Hubble back online with this backup hardware, the Hubble team is keeping a close watch to make sure that everything works correctly, according to a statement from NASA. Yay. Yay. All right. So we got some good news. At least the Hubble Space Telescope is back up. And uh, they thought they were going to lose this. They were kind of, uh, when we talked about this on Monday, it was dire straits. They said they were going to go to one last option. And if it didn't work, switching to the backup, uh, this may have been a lost cause. And, of course, that would mean uh, decaying orbit, and it would eventually come back into into the atmosphere and die, die a fiery death. Um, yeah, did John McAfee kill himself? That's another good one, right? That's another good one. Uh, but anyway, good uh, good news here. Uh, uh, the first one, you know, with the, uh, the COVID and the uh, vaccines, well, uh, that's bad news. This is good news. Uh, the, the Hubble's back. Hubble is back. All right, now check this out now this there's been this like like we've talked about right we've talked about on this show a lot a lot a lot over the the months and years about exactly this type of thing this is reported by cnn and uh white house turns up heat on big tech's covid disinformation dozen yeah right Mm -hmm. yeah check this out this is uh, some of this is terrifying stuff, and uh, this is where it pisses me off a lot when we have one administration talk about doing these things and everybody freaks the f out. People lose their damn mind, right? Talking about the past administration, right? I'm not going to say the name because it pisses people off. I don't care. I'm calling a spade a spade, and that's what this is. Then we have the current administration, which the media plays softball with and lets them get away with bloody murder, uh, actually doing these things and not talking about doing them, doing them, and the media gives them a pass. Look what's going on. This may surprise you. It may not. The White House turned up the pressure on Silicon Valley to get a handle on vaccine misinformation Thursday, specifically singling out 12 people in one group dubbed the disinformation dozen saying they were responsible for a great deal of misinformation about COVID-19 quote. This is from the white house, by the way, there's about 12 people who are producing 65% of anti-vaccine misinformation on social media platforms, 12 people guys. So they've narrowed it down. They've think about, think about how long it may take, right? Especially at the speed of government for them to go through all of the social media out there, right? All of the notable social media and trace it back to 12 people. Remember how I always joke about being on a list? Well, <laughs> well, 
<laughs> this is the world we live in. Uh, the statistics, uh, the statistic, the statistic itself, sorry, is from the nonprofit Center for Countering Digital Hate. Oh, of course, the CCDH, which identified in a report published in March about a dozen people it said were super spreaders, super spreaders of anti-vaccine misinformation. Did you know you could be a social media super spreader? Weird, right? Weird. It's so weird, the Orwellian terms. I thought a super spreader. Never mind. I'm not going to say it. Anyway, now there's a new definition for a super spreader, and you can do it on social media. And you could do it by talking about things the government doesn't want you to talk about. Weird, right? Super weird. And so you know what that means, right? You know what that means? It means this. I'll break it down. It means that as long as you don't have a large enough reach, you can say whatever the hell you want to say. All right. But it means once your message gains traction, steam and a following, it's no longer acceptable. Do you understand what the difference is here? There's a very big difference. And it's that the government doesn't want any type of competition to their propaganda. So you see, so we're probably small enough. We fly under the radar. Nobody gives a shit. That's fine. But that won't be forever, right? God willing, we'll continue pumping this out and talking about these things, these real things, things that are real in this world. And eventually we're going to get somebody's attention somewhere down the line and not just be on a list. We'll become a target. You understand? And so that's the point here, right? So like you can go ahead and mumble in your basement all you want and free speech exists. But the second you become notable in any way, well, you become part of a list of the dirty dozen of super spreaders of disinformation on social media. Anyway, uh, so they're, they're going after these people, right? So check this out. Uh, the statistics, blah, blah. We said this. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., a prominent figure in the anti-vaccine movement, is among the people whom the CCDH said should be kicked off social media. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., RFK. Yep, that's right. Kennedy's page on, fa- on a Facebook-owned Instagram was shut down earlier this year for sharing COVID-19 misinformation, Facebook said. However, Kennedy is still allowed on Facebook. It's and he has more than 300,000 followers on the platform. Explaining why Kennedy was kicked off is one of its platforms was, uh, but not the other, a Facebook spokesperson told CNN Thursday, we don't automatically disable accounts across our apps because the accounts may post about different things on our different services. Oh, that's convenient, right? No, it means there's no actual rules here it means they make the shit up as they go and the government tells them what to do right and that's what's happening here and they were instructed to take one down but not the other just yet but wait you'll see eventually it'll go full alex jones and they'll take down rfk across the board right it's only a matter of time like i said if you if you ban one thing people go to the other thing that grows they ban that too you see it's okay you can speak as long as nobody hears you you see what i'm saying that's the whole point here. That's the exact crux of this. It's okay. Free speech is allowed so long as nobody's there to hear you say it. Weird, right? Isn't that the uh, one hand clapping, the sound of one hand clapping when I'm going to do it? Or the, uh, you know, if a tree falls in a forest and nobody's around to hear it, does it actually make a sound? It's that sort of thing, right? This is not okay. This is not okay. And this is the government getting involved. The White House has said... 
They've tracked us down to 12 people, super spreading misinformation, and, of course, now, so watch what happens. If they're not down off social media, they will be soon. Anyway, just going to point this out, and uh, this is what's happening in the world we live in. And they're going to turn turn up the heat, as they say, and come after the, well, as they've been trying to frame this entire thing, uh, at which point do you become a terrorist or an enemy of the state, right, spreading disinformation? which, of course, the state does all the time, spreading disinformation. So anyway, uh, right? Very, very simple. This is uh, not good, and it's, uh, like I said, the world we live in. Let's take a quick break. This is a word from our sponsor, which is you. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. All right, let's do it. Let's continue. I uh, had to sneeze there. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, nice to have a little uh, a little reprieve with a commercial. You can smash the button and then keep on trucking. All right, anyway, uh, let's move on from that depressing stuff, and let's get to this. Let's get to some more LOL stuff. Now, remember, we've been watching this UFO stuff very closely as part of what we do as part of Troubled Minds. We've talked about this ad nauseum and, of course, uh, even dissecting the amount of pages that were released. And uh, what we got was, uh, six pages, right? So we got, I think it was nine total. One was uh, uh, the glossary, or sorry, the, the title page, and then there were three uh, glossary pages at the end. That was it, right? So it was more like five, six, something. Anyway, just 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 a handful of pages, kind of like we predicted at first, right? The first word was it was going to be four pages of UFO information released from the government. Well, now here's the thing. Uh, there have been all kinds of re- reports about the size and the length of the videos and all kinds of things reported by all kinds of different people in the ufo community if you follow ufo twitter you know what i'm talking about well some have suggested the classified version of the ufo report was as much as 400 pages long others have said 76 or something to this effect right that was what we kind of went with based on what we were hearing the preponderance of the evidence uh, of what people suggested so we thought it was about 76 pages uh, redacted down to like nine right something like that well, it turns out, <laughs> it turns out, John Greenwald Jr. Uh, from theblackvault.com uh, is always uh, on the case here and trying to get the actual classified report. Well, he just got it confirmed yesterday, yesterday, that's right, that the classified UFO report is only 17 pages long, 17 pages long. So... Uh, now they're now now they're not even calling it a report. It's being made fun of as well the classified brief <laughs> because well it's not even a report, is it? There's 17 pages again. Imagine the title page. You can throw one out. Uh, glossary. Let's say three or four. You can throw that out. So if it's 17 minus say five, it's a 12-page report, which basically isn't much more than we got. So yeah, uh, embarrassing. Anyway. 
The nine-page preliminary U.S. government report released last month did little to satisfy those seeking answers on whether alien life exists. And the classified version isn't likely to provide much more depth with just eight additional pages, according to a report by the Black Vault, a website operated by author and podcaster John Greenwald. So here's the actual article itself. If you guys want to check it out, he just released it. And um, yeah, this is a this is this is exactly the type of uh, government transparency we expect, right? Where if you um, you want information from them, they're gonna they're gonna block it as much as possible. They're gonna redact as much as possible. They're gonna try and tell you a bunch of BS as much as possible, and then add some you know uh, some BS fluff on there, and and then still say, well, we don't know. And that's exactly what they did. And so if there's the classified version is actually only 17 pages, like I said, you can subtract five just from the title page and probably a extended glossary well yeah there it is he got an email from a an individual by the name of sally a nicholson from the the foia public liaison group chief information review and release group good morning this is to john greenwald jr the classified version of the report is 17 pages in length you can see it right there in the email and of course uh, like a fine fine fellow he redacted the email address so everybody's not going to spam this person at the pentagon or wherever they they contacted them from but you see what's going on here yeah we, we see what again right uh, it, it sucks that every single conversation with anything it all boils down to the government, doesn't it? Like almost everything. Like you bring up taxes, you bring up health care, which you know pisses me off. I can't talk about those things without turning red in the cheeks and wanting to smash my fist into something. But it's all the government screwed this up. The government screwed that up. They did this wrong. They did that wrong. They can't even take our tax money, not fixing the potholes in the road. Everything's always screwed up, right? And whose fault is it? Well, yep. It isn't mine. I'm paying my taxes. So it's about time somebody else does their damn job. That's what I'll tell you. But uh, 17 total pages. So basically, they didn't learn really much more than we did, which is still probably nothing, right? Yeah. And Matt says, didn't they get a video too? I think they got a video as well. But uh, again, because, and this is what I'm saying about this. And I always say this and I'll continue to say this. With, With the huge range of people that describe, think about it. I think Danny Silva on uh, on UFO Twitter reported it was a 400-page report or 300, something like hundreds of pages anyway, right? He said his sources were telling him, right? But then this other guy is like, oh, my sources are telling me it's a 76-page report. My source is this. My source is that. And it turns out when it comes down to the rubber meets the road and you actually get a statement, none of that was true at all. So this is what I'm saying about this stuff is you can't trust a damn thing that comes out of any of these anonymous sources because it seems to me like it's a misinformation cycle pumping to these UFO experts to tell us what? Nothing to confuse us? Yeah. It's cr- this, this is crazy. This is crazy sauce, and this is the world we live in. And, and again, right? Like, no offense to those people. Like I said, I'm not calling those people liars. The, the, you know, the no, noted experts of ufology. I'm not calling them liars. I'm saying that their sources might be lying to them. And then, of course, why would they do that? To fool us. Yeah. I've been saying it. I'll keep saying it. I, I don't trust any of, the th- any of the information that comes out of those guys. Let's go to LiveScience.com. And, uh, yeah, let's do it. This is uh, good stuff. 
Curiosity rover discovers that evidence of past life on Mars may have been erased. Whew, do I sense a conspiracy? Uh, the surprising discovery doesn't make it any less likely that scientists will find life on the red planet. Okay, that's weird. So anyway, their, their uh, Curiosity rover made a surprising discovery while investigating the clay-rich sedimentary rocks around its landing site in Gale Crater, a former lake that was made when an asteroid struck the red planet roughly 3.6 billion years ago. Clay is a good signpost towards evidence of life because it's usually created when rocky minerals weather away and rot after contact with water, a key ingredient for life. It is also an excellent material for storing microbial fossils. But when Curiosity took two samples of ancient mudstone, a sedimentary rock containing clay from patches of the dried out lake bed dated to the same time and place 3.5 billion years ago and just 400 meters apart, researchers found that one patch contained only half the expected amount of clay, clay minerals. Instead, that patch held a greater quantity of iron oxides, the compounds that give Mars its rusty hue. So, uh, and notably, here we have some interesting stuff from Mars. They're saying that uh, it's possible that's, well, uh, they still don't know what the hell's going on up there. So <laughs> we'll keep an eye on this as it develops. But uh, at least, right, at least, uh, yeah, yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, so so uh, this is this is one of those cool, yep, great, give us more information when you got it. But uh, as usual, right, this is information coming from the government. And I hate to say, I hate to be that guy, but, but holy shit, right? Like how often do we run into a roadblock of information because of, well, you know, it starts with a G. Starts with a G. All right, let's continue. Uh, no, no, uh, we had, uh, who was it? Somebody called in last night. Uh, at the end of the show from DLive talking about this. And I did see this, and I don't think we've talked about this, but uh, this is from CBS News. NASA reports, moon wobble in orbit may lead to record flooding on Earth. Dun, dun, dun. Right? Yeah. Uh, Real Jimmy Roberts once said anything about this yet? I don't know. I'm going to have to try and contact him again and try and get him back on the show. Uh, we had a, a, a weird... Um, he wanted to do Zoom, and I wasn't uh, on cam yet, so I was like, eh, let's do radio, and he was like, nah, and then... So anyway, uh, he we were in contact, and he was going to be on the show, but then we uh, fumbled somehow. So anyway, uh, now now that I have the camera and the fancy TV, and I put my face up here when I didn't before, sure, we can probably get him on the show. So I'll try and reach out to him and see what's up. But I don't know. He's the guy that watches the Mars information, if you guys don't know who he is. The real Jimmy Roberts one on YouTube. Check him out. But here we go. Every coast in the U.S. is facing rapidly increasing high tide floods. NASA says this is due to a wobble in the moon's orbit working in tandem with climate change-fueled rising sea levels. The new study from NASA and the University of Hawaii, published recently in the journal Nature Climate Change, warns the upcoming changes in the moon's orbit could lead to record flooding on Earth in the next decade. Though, uh, sorry, through mapping the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administrations, the NOAA, sea level rise scenarios, flooding thresholds, and astronomical cycles, researchers found flooding in American coastal cities could be several multiples worse in the 2030s, when the next moon wobble is expected to begin. They expect the flooding to significantly damage infrastructure and displace communities. There you go. Now, you know, when the moon wobbles, you are going to be displaced, possibly, because it's based on computer simulations, which clearly are always right, because, well, yes, 
Yes. Now, I did see somebody complain on social media yesterday or a couple of days ago uh, about Eric Von Daniken saying something about, you know, a man-made climate change, anthropogenic. Anyway, point being that uh, I think when people get upset about somebody like me, right? We have an audience out there. Somebody like me saying, hey, the media is not being honest about this. All right. You can't conflate that with me saying mankind has not changed the climate on this planet because clearly we have. Like I've said this before, you can't conflate the two things. I'm saying if you want an honest assessment of the situation, you need to be mad at the media because they lie, they lie, and they lie. And they've exaggerated this shit for a very long time now, and they continue to. Notice, right, that it's thrown in it's exacerbated by global warming, right? By climate change. But we're talking about a moon wobble that's on a cycle, on a natural cycle. So you understand what I'm saying? Two very separate things, but they're putting, putting them both in the same boat and saying, oh, well, they work in conjunction, and now communities are going to be displaced. If we don't sign this infrastructure bill from AOC and uh, uh, Joe Biden, right? Again, uh, like, of course, that's, they don't say that, but that's the implication. It's a, uh, it's grotesquely dishonest, all of this, and I don't like it. And if you have a beef with people like me pissed off about the climate discussion, you need to go to the press because they're liars, they're exaggerators, and they're telling us a bunch of shit that's not happening because they want us to think a particular way. It's, it's lying. It's brainwashing. It's BS, right? And again, I don't think it's not happening. I think the degree with, with which it's being reported is false, false pretenses. And uh, yeah, there you go. Just going to point that out. So if you've got a problem with me being mad about it, talk to the press. Go to the New York Times and bitch your ass off. Do it. Go to uh, the, uh, the Washington Post, go to CNN, go to Fox News, go to all of them, because they're all misrepresenting exactly what's going on. And so that's the problem. If we don't know exactly what's going on, how could we give a shit, right? If it's all lies, how could we give a shit? Just asking, right? For a friend? Yeah. Crazy. Let's continue. This is a, this is a NBCnews.com. Actually, let's take a quick break. I think we're probably overdue. Let's take a quick break. You are listening to Troubled Minds News, and I'm your host, Michael Strange. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. More news after the break. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds News. Let's continue, shall we? Let's uh, let's go to C. Uh, sorry, what is this? NBC News. Yeah, well, um, I don't smoke this stuff, and I never have. So you guys be my experts here. But uh, I saw this and was like, hmm, this seems suspicious. High potency weed linked to psychotic episodes, mysterious vomiting illness in young users. 
dun, dun, dun. Uh, uh, quote, it felt like Edward Scissorhands was trying to grab my intestines and pull them out. A Colorado man told NBC News. Yeah, that's right. Uh, over the next nine months, this guy Gribben went to the emergency room 11 times after initially throw, uh, he threw up multiple times an hour from morning uh, to night before his mother drove him to the hospital near their home. 11 months, uh, uh, sorry, nine months later, 11 emergency room visits, same problems, severe vomiting and screaming at the same time that lasted for hours. When a physician assistant told him it the likely cause, Gribben didn't believe it at first. He had never heard of marijuana producing a side effect like that. The only thing that convinced me was when I, uh, was that it stopped when I stopped smoking, said Gribben, now 20 years old. Colorado and Washington became the first states to legalize recreational marijuana in 2012. Several years Years later, doctors in Colorado and other states are expressing alarm over the increasing potency of cannabis and the health risks it may pose for young users, from psychiatric issues including violent psychotic episodes to the mysterious condition that plagued Gribben. The condition, officially called cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome, but now known to healthcare workers as scromidine, scromidine, a mashup of screaming and vomiting. Oh, that's gross. Scromidine has popped up with increasing frequency at hospitals in Colorado, doctors say. So I don't know. Uh, like I said, I, I've heard people uh, say that this type of thing is BS. What do you think? I have no idea. Uh, if it is a super, maybe it's because now it's legal. They're creating, you know, maybe better synthesized, ver synthesized versions of this, uh, more pure. I have no idea. Like I said, I don't smoke this. I never have, so I'm not the expert here. But I did think it was suspicious that, um, you know, suddenly uh, the war on drugs is back, right? Uh, except it's legal this time, um, but not federally yet. But, you know, that anyway, it's complicated, right? It's always complicated with the government. But point being that, um, is this a thing? Or is this propaganda? Just uh, throwing it out there to the experts in the chat that uh, maybe some people can speak to this. I don't know. I thought it was worth pointing out that, well, maybe uh, maybe they're changing their mind. Maybe they're changing their mind. There you go. Matt says, now that's some fake news. Often frozen. Yeah, it's a very rare condition. Too much THC, not enough CBD to balance it out. There you go. I didn't know this. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I just thought it seemed suspicious, so I thought I'd point it out. Uh, let's go to um, space.com. Space.com. Uh, astronomers spot first activity on a giant mega comet beyond Saturn. And this is the other one, right? So we had that caller late in the show last night. And uh, he was saying that uh, this giant mega comet may have something to do with Nibiru, Planet X. Planet 9, as it's called now, since Pluto is no longer a planet. But anyway, uh, this is the first image. Astronomers spot the first activity on giant mega comet beyond Saturn. Uh, so there you go. Astronomers in New Zealand were the first to spot a coma, or zone of gas and dust spreading around the megacomet, also known as Bernadelli-Bernstein, which may be 1,000 times more massive than a typical comet. It could be the most massive comet ever found in all of recorded history. That seems like very definitive, does it not? The team that monitors images captured by Los Cumbres Observatory, the LCO, is spread around the world, and images from one of LCO's one-meter telescopes hosted at the South African Astro Astronomical Observatory were, uh, were available on June 23rd at midnight. That happens to be afternoon in New Zealand. So apparently they got the first glimpse because they were on the right side of the world when this became available. Anyway, uh, notably, there's some something going on on this thing. There's actual activity happening on this gigantic comet as it comes closer and closer. So a 
the first to spot a coma, a zone of gas and dust spreading around the mega comet. Well, there you go. Maybe they have weather systems on this mega comet. <laughs> Maybe we'll keep an eye on this as it develops. And uh, there you go. Helena says, I had a psychotic episode on normal stuff. It really doesn't agree with my mind. I don't touch it. Uh, yeah, he's sensitive, maybe. Yeah, that could be. I guess, and I guess that's the thing. Everybody's different. So who knows? Maybe, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I just wanted to point it out. Like, I, I know people who have just smoked this stuff for years, morning, noon, and night. And uh, clearly, they're, they're not all there anymore. I mean, clearly, right? It's like, you guys see me drinking, but I don't drink like that. Like, I, if, I, if I was, like, pounding, like, an entire bottle of whiskey, like a handle of whiskey or two every day, that's, that's a different story, right? And I would be affected. I would be mentally affected. I would be physically affected. I'm just saying, too much of anything is probably really bad for you, right? I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen people that smoke day and night, and they are not right. They're not right. So just saying. I'm just saying, right? I don't know. Never smoked it. Not the expert, but I'm saying I've witnessed the effects of too much. Uh, anyway, let's continue. Uh, the Perseid meteor shower, all right? And like I said, uh, these are all your own decisions to make. Don't listen to me, and I'm not saying do or don't. I'm saying that, uh, you know. Too much water is probably bad for you. Uh, crystal clear, pure water. That's my point. Anyway, CNET. Perseid Meteor Shower 2021 active now. How to watch the stunning show. So interestingly, uh, we talked about the July 17th being the National UFO Night Out, which is basically organized by apparently that uh, the, the young lady that showed up at the end of the stream there on Wednesday night was for, uh, actually Christina Gomez from the debrief.org. And she, uh, apparently she helped... Um, uh, actually organize the event and uh, help them with reddit uh, make a discord and anyway so it is it is like a um, you know it is a thing it is a it is a thing that's being uh being pushed by you know the the folks in the in crowd um so yeah i thought uh, i reached out to her on twitter was like hey was that you for real or was that some fake account trying to fool me it was her so uh, she showed up and said that she did help arrange the July 17th UFO night out. So cool. Fine. But I wanted to point out, if you're out there, uh, there is this going on. The Perseid Meteor Shower uh, is active now until mid-August uh, at the peak, right? So one of the best celestial displays in the solar system has kicked into gear with the annual Perseid Meteor Shower. We can thank Large Comet 109P Swift Tuttle for the little pieces of space debris that hit Earth's atmosphere and turn into the distinctive shooting stars of the meteor shower. According to NASA, the Perseids will be active from now through August 24th, with the peak coming in mid-August. The space agency says it's considered the best meteor shower of the year. There you go. So just uh, in case you didn't know it was coming, it is coming. It does coincide with all the things we were talking about on the Wednesday night show. And um, so if you're out there watching, um, it uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. So uh, be aware that you'll, you may see some uh, comments, and they may not be... You summoning UFOs, just a public service announcement. Um, I'm uh, liking this guy more and more. I don't know who he is. Eric Weinstein. Eric Weinstein. Weinstein. Uh, let's see. Let's see. There you go. Uh, Helena, I'm drunk off two drinks. Yeah, well, I can't do that. <laughs> uh, uh, my tolerance is a little higher than that, but still, uh, I'm not I'm not smashing it. It seems like I am, but I'm totally not smashing it. Uh, otherwise, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be here, right? I'd be. Yeah. Anyway, point being uh, often frozen says I smoke day and night, yet no one complains. LOL blaze through college. No problem. All right. Cool. Uh, again, everybody's different, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, what else do we got? 
Yeah, yeah, Gibby. Oh, yeah, the aliens are attacking tomorrow. Yep, exactly. All right. Anyway, let's go to this. This is a. Uh, this is from uh, Eric Weinstein, right? Uh, he says, "Wait." Jeffrey, uh, okay, so who is Eric Weinstein, real quick? Math guy, MD at Theo Capital, host of the portal at, he's got a podcast here, and so uh, Theo Capital, where do I know that name? I think this guy is uh, high up in Silicon Valley, super rich, and all kinds of other stuff, right? Uh, I should probably, probably should have looked him up, but I'm seeing his tweets more and more, and I'm like, wow, this guy's on the ball. But, uh, of course, some people in the comments say he's nuts, but what can you do? It, as always, it depends on who you ask, right? But anyway, his tweet is that. Wait, Jeffrey Epstein was connected to the intelligence community? Thank you, Rolling Stone. Can we finally get to the point where we were asking why there has been total cooperation of the press with what is likely a totally unethical intelligence community operation? Now, <laughs> now, yes, this is true. This is true. So let's go to this article, which is what he's citing. And this is an interesting read. Yeah. Now, remember how we've kind of uh, stated in the past that the the Epstein uh, net of influence is probably extremely large and at the highest levels of power, right? That's the conspiracy theory. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's, there's an investigator here that's been uh, doing some work uh, for a podcast they're doing, and it turns out that that conspiracy theory is actually more like conspiracy fact conspiracy fact check this out yeah was jeffrey epstein a spy the notorious fin financier pedophile told exaggerated stories of his time in intelligence circles but some of those stories may have been at least partially true huh. weird weird so you know as usual when these guys write these articles they never just get to the get to the deets they just have to write this long flowering article about it all started back in july 18th 20 or no not 1987 right that, that, that type of thing give you the long and weaving tale right they just don't get to the deets but anyway if you read this article which i did it's uh they're they're talking about jeffrey epstein being a fixer hold on let me find this term Hyperfixer, all right? Hyperfixer. Now, now, check this out. I'm going to read just a little bit of this leading up to this. All right. So, first Epstein, so they're talking about he was connected with the Israeli government, all right? The Saudi government, and all kinds of different governments the world over. He was involved in trafficking diamonds, trafficking uh, probably people, clearly, right? All kinds of crazy stuff here, but listen to this. So first, Epstein did visit Israel in 2008, which uh, sort of lines up with part of the conspiracy theory here, with a view uh, to moving there permanently and avoid his jail time in 2009 for the state charges he was convicted of. On his return, he told Russian model Kira Diktyar that he'd changed his mind and decided to face the music. He didn't mention he'd avoided a far more serious federal investigation thanks to a cushy non-prosecution agreement. By the way, remember the Bill Cosby thing? Let's see if uh, Ghislaine Maxwell gets out because of this agreement that was made with this prosecutor back in 2008 or 2007, whenever this happened, right? So if they have to let her go, it's because of a deal made with the prosecutor by Epstein to not prosecute any of his, quote, co-conspirators. 
which she would, of course, be the number one. In any case, this gets even more crazy. Check this out. Once he got out of jail, the last 10 years of his life, Epstein bragged to various people, including journalists, that he was advising a whole assortment of foreign leaders who included Vladimir Putin, Mohammed bin Zayed, Mohammed bin Salman, various African dictators, Israel, the British, and, of course, the Americans. Uh-huh. He also told several of the same people he was making a fortune out of arms, drugs, and diamonds. All right. Trafficking arms, drugs, and diamonds. He told one person, journalist Edward J. Epstein, that he knew the owner of the deep water port of Djibouti on the Horn of Africa, a smuggler's paradise, so well that he was basically in charge of it. Now, according to my sources, again, this is from the individual that wrote the Rolling Stone article. I'll give you their name in a sec. Uh, individuals in the intelligence world are saying this is hyperbole, and this wasn't really true, but also not completely ridiculous. His Epstein's name was mentioned as a middleman in both Africa and the Middle East. Now, check this out. This is an interesting term. He was known in the intelligence world as a hyperfixer. A hyperfixer, somebody who can go between different cultures and networks. Usually, these people are very silent about what they do, and yet Epstein was not silent. He had a photo of Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman on the wall, and photos of Bill Gates and all the VIPs who flocked to his salons. In any case, this is exactly the type of thing that describes the upside-down world we live in, right? So we have these these people, and so he's not the only one. He was probably the, one of the most notable, if not the most notable, uh, trafficker of people, of young women, all over the world. And so not uh, so it, it doesn't end there. Apparently he was uh, trafficking guns, drugs, and diamonds, and had his tentacles in the highest places all over the damn world, Right? You can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. Like, this is literally, this This is the conspiracy theory. And so this guy, this is by uh, written by Vicki Ward. Um, and so she's, uh, yeah. So apparently, uh, all the things that we've talked about as part of this Epstein stuff, it seems like it's true. It seems like, right, uh, as uh, we'll, we'll watch and, and pay attention to this as it develops and that maybe this podcast, com- podcast comes out. Uh, check it out but uh this is this is exactly like we we've uh always always wondered about right did, did epstein uh provide underage girls to notable people and then film them and keep that as blackmail which of course would mean epstein was kind of running the thing right running running the joint so conspiracy hmm Weird. Remember, this was all kind of tied into that whole Pizzagate conspiracy. Also, by the way, uh, the 17th letter conspiracy is very much into pedophilia and child sex trafficking, right? Which notably uh, is exactly what we're talking about here. Weird, right? This stuff's weird. Anyway, I encourage you, if you're interested in this, to read this article and uh, follow the stuff by Wiki, Vicki Ward here as she, uh, she continues to, to kind of lay this out. This is kind of like a preliminary. This is what I'm finding, and uh, more information will come out. So it's a little bit of a tease for the podcast to come, but it's also uh, some information that we haven't, hadn't heard, right? A hyper fixer. And what does that mean? 
like just speculate a little bit. Uh, let's drink some maybe juice and think, all right, well, if uh, let's say a particular government has a, an issue, right? Let's say with, oh, I don't know, another government. And they're like, all right, well, this guy's not playing ball for this deal we need to do. Well, enter Jeffrey Epstein, right? Who probably has footage of that individual not playing ball uh, with underage girls. He makes a phone call through his network and uh, they contact a person not playing ball. And well, guess what? Okay, if you don't want this information released, play ball. You see, there's some, there's some shit going on here. And not only that, like I said, it's larger than people have considered. And uh, yeah. Uh, and and of course now now think about it think about it now what a dangerous game to be playing i was talking about this with uh, mrs strange a little while ago uh, earlier today and she's like wow can you imagine like just the pressure on that guy like literally everybody hates him is out to kill him everybody the world over because he's got dirt on everybody some of the most powerful people in the damn world who probably murder people before breakfast every day and he's got him he's got dirt on them right like that's that's a sick place to be and so again i'm gonna ask you do you think jeffrey epstein killed himself <laughs> do you do you think yeah right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. let's continue shall we yeah all right uh what is this yeah all right this is uh this is more of what i was talking about earlier uh this is a former cia offer officer on uh saki jen jen saki psaki the redhead alarming announcement we're moving slowly from freedom to tyranny and uh this is exactly what's going on uh saki reveals biden admin consulting with facebook to flag misinformation. Now, this is what I was talking about earlier uh, with them. Actually, the government is now partnering with Facebook, telling them which information to take down. Right. And you know where that happens? Do you know where that happens? That happens in China. That happens in communist dictatorships. That's where that happens. That doesn't happen in the good old United States of America, does it? Oh, well, like I said, past administrations mentioned the mere mention of this. And people freaked the fuck out. Well, they're doing it. And who's freaking out? Doing it. Not talking about doing it. They're doing it. Let's read part of this article. Yep. Uh, actually, let's, uh, let's, watch, let's watch the video. Let's watch some of this. This is what's happening. Welcome to the if world we live in. If you're trying to lose belly fat, oh my God. stop doing If cardio. you're trying to use this belly fat. sounds backwards, oh right? Oh, my goodness. Well, no, we're not going to do that. All right, let's do. No, let's skip the ad. Yeah. All right, there Look, we go. I think that what we are watching is a slow croach uh, from freedom to tyranny. See, one of the things that I know from my career and all the intel analysts that I work with is when a country is moving from freedom to tyranny, one of the things that we look for is a government taking control of the media and specifically the speech, namely who can say something, what they can say, and if in fact they've cleared that with government sources. Now, what we know in this particular case is the media in this country we know who talks most of the time anywhere from 94 to 96 percent of folks who give to the democratic party in the world of media are indeed these journalists right so what is concerning though here is something a bit different this isn't just about media bias we have the government telling a private industry 
who can speak based on what they define to be the truth. That's incredibly alarming because then the secondary piece is the folks that speak against what the government has determined to be true are going to be silenced or deplatformed, mm-hmm. right? So by the way, we know what Facebook and what Twitter are going to do in this particular case. Once again, this political giving piece, we know that anywhere from 90 to 99% of Facebook and Twitter employees, when they give uh, politically, they give to the Democrat Party. So let- Okay, not trying to make this a partisan thing, but that's the the actual right. We have the Senate with the uh, the majority, the Democrat majority. We have Biden, the Democrat president. We have a very thin uh, Democrat uh, majority in the House. It's a it's what you call right a, a, the the three the three phases of of government are in lockstep here and so uh you know joe manchin's taking a lot of heat for not playing ball on the bs they want to push through because this is the type of bs they want to push through and like i'm telling you i'm telling you it's getting closer and closer to literal 1984 from george orwell this is the thought police this is literally like i said in the beginning of the show you're allowed to speak so long as nobody hears you right so what is this? Are we going to call this the digital gulag? Like people have said, Facebook jail. I like that term. Put me in the digital gulag. Yeah, this is nuts. This is nuts. And this is, like I said, again, the past administration talked about doing things like this and people freaked the fuck out. These guys are doing it. And what's happening? The press is standing down. They're playing patty cake. You get some people on Fox News bitching and moaning because they're supposed to. But that's it. Like, where is the outrage here? Nobody's mad. Nobody's mad. You know why? No mean tweets at 3 a.m. That's why. Everything's back to normal, right? Yeah. Back to normal of the media covering up the government stealing your freedoms. Status quo. I'm glad everybody's happy. And, uh, yeah, when uh, nobody speaks up and nobody says anything when things like this happen, uh, guess what? Guess who deserves for it to land in their lap? You. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, like the, I saw the soccer, the soccer game or whatever the hell happened with the United Kingdom and whoever the hell else it was. And worldwide, right? Worldwide attention. Some guy missed a penalty kick and they're putting out flowers and, you know, there's these social media campaigns. Everybody's hugging the guy. Oh, we still love you. Go team United Kingdom. Go Britain. Things like this, right? Because they lost a fucking soccer game. Yeah, right? If, if uh, anybody gave even a fraction of give a fuck about this, about the things that are really happening, it would change. Yeah, this is a shame. This is a shame. Let's go to this, space.com. City-sized asteroids smacked uh, ancient Earth ten times more often than thought. I'm going to just... Uh, just breeze over this one because we're a little bit over time but uh anyway uh so it's a little bit soapboxy today if you guys uh, we have time for you if you want to be part of the show we can go long nobody tells us when to start and stop because guess what we do our own thing there's no uh nobody telling us what to do or what to say we do it ourselves and that's that you want to be part of the show 702-957-1037 troubledminds.org join the discord link and uh this is what's going on this is what's going on. There you go. Uh, see, uh, 40s has got it right. Somebody calls, so we have a longer show. <laughs> I got a few more uh, articles to get through here. I'll burn through these real fast. Just going to point this out. Uh, city-sized asteroids smacked ancient Earth 10 times more often than thought. Pretty good stuff. I linked it. Check it out. Uh, here's another one. Uh, yep. So not only that, more Epstein stuff. Yep, that's right. Fresh trove of Ghislaine Maxwell court documents released. Yep. 
there it is and so uh yeah uh, this is this is coming so now now this is going to be the, the the craziest part here's the prediction they let cosby out because of the agreement with the prosecutor so what we know is Epstein did make an agreement with a prosecutor back in 2007, I believe, that his co-conspirators could not be tried. Well, she, this is co-conspirator number one. So there is some precedent here to just cut her free. What do you guys think? They're going to just let her go? Uh, not good. This is not good. This is a, not a good thing. Uh, let's go. So we'll keep an eye on that stuff. And uh, again, probably talk about that on Troubled Minds uh, in one of these days. Uh, here we go. So uh, let's do this. Let's go to uh, The Simpsons. You guys will like this. Correctly predicts another major event with 2014 episode showing Richard Branson's Virgin Galactic space flight. Yep, that's right. That's right. Don't mind all the naked people in the sidebar. This is just a dailymail.co.uk. But check it out. This is from 2014. And yep, a still video from Richard Branson in space on The Simpsons. Simpsons did it again, and uh, there it is. So, uh, like I said, uh, we're a little long on time, so I'm going to just uh, cut that short and buzz through it. But, uh, yeah, uh, as we just saw, uh, Richard Branson uh, went, to, uh, went, to, went to space and did the zero-G gravity thing. And, uh, yeah, well, the Simpsons did it again. <laughs> Here we go. Here's more. Here, let's file this one under how could this go wrong. This is from LiveScience.com. Like I said, I had to drop like 10 more articles. I was like, damn, we, we got a lot today. Uh, so we may add a day here. I don't know. Like, uh, like, you know, stay tuned. We may add a news day because there's just so much to talk about. But um, CRISPR, this is from LiveScience.com. CRISPR stops coronavirus replication in human cells. Oh, yeah, sweet. <laughs> like we got a cure for you we just have to edit your genome no sweat no problem scientists have harnessed CRISPR gene editing technology to block the replication of the new novel coronavirus in human cells an approach that could one day serve as a new treatment for COVID-19 However, the study was performed in lab dishes and has not been tested on animals or people, meaning a treatment based on the method could be years away. CRISPR is a tool that enables researchers to precisely edit DNA. It's based on natural defense system used in bacteria that allows the microbes to target and destroy the genetic material of viruses. Live science previously reported. All right. Anyway, uh, neat, right? Neat. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So uh, I don't know. Uh, how could this go wrong? Well, let's find out. But let's go to Axel. We do have a caller. Axel Steele, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Hey, Mike. I'm always up for some Epstein talk. Nice. Did you see all that news, man? All kinds of crazy shit going on with that guy. What's your thought on that? Yeah. I mean, I, we all, I mean, people who were following things closely were pretty sure he was an intelligence agent for a while now. Um, I mean, that's... I mean, there's always the question to what extent the trafficking was central or is the is the arms dealing a cover for the trafficking or is the trafficking a cover for the arms dealing or are they, you know, two peas in a pod or whatever? Or is it all covering the human trafficking? <laughs> well, <laughs> which, yeah, which is right. Probably the real case. Right. But yeah, yeah. Um, I, I have opinions about that. I'm not going to say on air. <laughs> Perfect. Don't want to Thank get you. you. Don't, I don't want to get you in trouble. Thank you. Uh, I would. I would say that uh, I don't think. I don't think Ghislaine can get out through the same way that Cosby did. Um, a big part of the Cosby issue had to do with the. Well, for, first of all, she hasn't made an agreement with the prosecutor. Epstein did. 
And the thing with Cosby was that he relied on it to his detriment. I don't know how much you know about this, but the 30-second version is that he got sued civilly, and, uh, you, you know, it, you can't refuse to take the sa- stand in a civil uh, case, but you can plead the fifth if your testimony would incriminate you in a criminal offense. And so the thing was, was Cosby was just going to get up there and plead the fifth. Um, and so the prosecutor, you know, told him that he wouldn't be prosecuted. That meant he couldn't plead the fifth on the stand and had to testify as to what he was doing. And it was that reliance on the prosecutorial agreement to force his testimony, which is why the Supreme Court bounced his conviction. Which then, of course, would be uh, he he now has that stuff is on record and can be used against him in a criminal yeah. suit, which is basically saying you have no no uh, bypassing the rights of self-incrimination. Right. Yes. So that, that was the evidence they used. That was the evidence that his testimony in the civil trial was evidence they used against him in the criminal trial. And the court was like, this, well, the appellate, the district court and the appellate court agreed that was OK. Supreme Court didn't think so. I basically agree with the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. You sort of there's a problem of what do you do when a district attorney gives a rich defendant like a really good deal. But you can't really set the precedent that the state can make a deal with you and then go back on it later because it's too good. Right. Right. Okay. But so, so, how, so, how, so it doesn't apply to Gillian Maxwell because even though she's, she's never spirit or number one, she didn't personally make the deal. Well, she didn't make the deal and she hasn't relied on the non-prosecution agreement to do something. She okay. hasn't been like testifying in civil cases because she doesn't think she can be prosecuted for the offenses or whatever. Okay. So, so you think that that will not make this happen? I don't. I think, I mean, this is, if you remember, Jeffrey Epstein's attorneys were playing to argue for double jeopardy because of the non-prosecution agreement. I actually kind of think that probably would have held up, which might be one of the reasons they maybe had to, you know, take care of the problem because they didn't want him walking around free anymore. Um, I don't know what's going to happen, which is Lane. I'll be honest. I'm surprised she's still alive. I thought she was going to get coronavirus and die or something. Um, But who knows i think i i'm kind of shocked that they haven't done her in yet but i don't think the uh the charges they brought against her are really they're only charging her with like three cases and they seem to uh, pick those cases very narrowly to get around the non-prosecution agreement so they're trying to only bring cases against her that weren't covered by Epstein's uh, non-prosecution agreement. I see. So they're uh, they're they're playing chess here, and uh, we'll, we'll see how it ends up. Got yeah, they don't want the issue. To, they don't want the issue to come up at trial. They'd rather Buster. They, it, my understanding is it's been a while since I looked at it. Is that they're trafficking cases where Epstein himself isn't involved, and so it wouldn't be covered under his agreement. I see. Okay, so they're they are they're playing chess with it. So they they realize it could be an issue, so they're kind of trying to sidestep by by doing some ballet. Got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So so what about the the bigger news? The uh, the the Epstein stuff with uh, possibly being the agent. Yeah. Oh, he, I mean, I I think we his the guy that hired him at Dalton School was. Uh, Trump's attorney general's father, who was an OSS guy during World War II, he's been like really spooked up since the very beginning. I think that I think it's really hard to avoid that implication. You have the whole thing where, 
you know, the government said he was an intel asset, which is why they gave him such a sweetheart deal in 2007. I, I think, like, it's really hard to look at the evidence and think that he's not at least an asset, that he's not all spooked up. Right. And I was uh, looking at, in that particular Rolling Stone article, by the way, I didn't know this, but apparently uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's father, Robert Maxwell, was a basically a guy that groomed Epstein back as early as like 1981. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's some he, deep stuff there, too. Go ahead. He, he famously was almost certainly like basically a lifelong Mossad agent. He was he worked for the British military during World War II and bought a bunch of like German magazines and press houses for a song after the war ended. That's how he became like a um a magazine magnate. That was sort of his deal. And he basically paid for his the Israeli Air Force, like in the late forties. It was mostly him. Um and he also met a mysterious end where uh you know he somehow fell off his yacht named after his daughter Ghislaine, um, who by all accounts was the first person at the scene of the death and immediately started burning documents. Yes, I did see that. So uh, I was about to mention that. So that's why I brought his name up. And not only that, just before that happened, apparently this Robert Maxwell character, Ghislaine Maxwell's father, uh, had just r robbed all the pensions from all his employees over like a, a huge corporation that he was running. So he like literally stole a ton of money uh, from hardworking people that re really financed his ass to get to the top. Right? Not financed, but like yeah. worked worked his worked for him to make him help him get there. Then. He stole from them and then just after that he fell off his yacht as he had a heart attack weird no yeah <laughs> well I, i'm a little i'm a little curious if that money was ever really there i have a it can't really get into it but i have a theory here with people like epstein and maxwell and uh, the franklin credit scandal case if anyone knows what that is where a lot of times these in theory, these things get revealed because the person goes bust. And that was kind of a thing in Epstein. Part of the reason why the sharks started circling a couple of years ago was that stories started getting leaked about how he really wasn't running a hedge fund and he really wasn't a billionaire. Um, but I think that might be intentional where, like, you have these intelligence fronts and, you know, the way you would run them is, is that you as the intelligence agency just front the money and they're always in debt, right? So you just are rolling over their debt, giving them more money, giving them more money. And then when it comes time to roll them up, well, you just stop letting them roll over their debt. It turns out they don't really have that much in the way of assets and therefore don't have much in the way of, you know, financial power to fight you. Right. So, so it's all, it's all manufactured. The entire thing is just like a, like a, yeah, the, a, a fake. The, pro the, the profits are all dark money coming from the CIA and you're leveraged. And then the CIA wants to cut you off. They just stop letting, they just stop sending you dark money. And then turns out you're bankrupt. And, and then, uh, and then you, yep. And then, then you rip, rip off the pension fund to try and make ends meet and then you get arrested. <laughs> then you fall off a boat. Then you have a heart attack on the yacht. <laughs> terrible yeah. oh so bad this is all so bad and you know what's crazy again go 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 look guys go 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 dig into it just a little bit and you'll see that this this is the way the world is that shit is real yeah uh, crazy stuff man we'll see uh, like uh i don't know like for her let's throw the book at her right uh, but i mean she she's the tip of the iceberg here like he had if, if this is true he had a worldwide network and she's just be basically being used as the the face of this because he's dead right and so they're going to throw the book at her and be like, justice was done. And yet this network persists. <laughs> I can't. The thing is, is I can't, I can't imagine she ends up in 
Maybe she'll end up in prison with one of those deals where she can't talk about the case. That comes up every once in a while when something shady is going on. They'll be like, okay, we'll let you plead guilty, but one of the conditions is you aren't allowed to talk about the case with the press. And that doesn't seem like it should be constitutional, but there are a a lot of cases where that gets put into the um, plea agreement. Which uh, hopefully, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll watch as it develops because this is one of the one again. I, I'm with you. She's probably going to end up dead. Should we? Should we take a, I, take take a, take bets? <laughs> do do like a uh, <laughs> how how does Ghislaine Maxwell end up dead? Do like a, a money pool thing. Everybody well, throws in five cents. I, Somebody wins. I know the lot. I know that Las I know that Las Vegas will not let you bet on people dying. So maybe we should take a page from their book, not okay. get in trouble. Okay. Maybe not. I mean, that's a good idea. Maybe not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was only kidding. Well, yeah, by you, the way. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, if you ever want to do, if you ever want to do the Epstein show, uh, let me know. I can I can talk about Epstein and Ghislaine and Robert Maxwell and the weird Victoria's Secret guy that gave Epstein all his money forever. <laughs> you let me know. When are you free? Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll talk about it on Discord or something. Okay. Let um, me know. Let me know because we'll do it for sure. Let's set this up. All right. Uh, we're done. Thanks, Axel, for showing up and hanging out. Right. Thanks for uh, spreading some knowledge, and we'll talk to you soon, my friend. All right. Thanks. Thank you. There you go. You guys want to be part of the show? Just like that? Hop on. Uh, that was it. That was Axel Steele on a Discord. See? We can use Discord instead of the phone line. It works the same. It sounds better, actually. And, uh, and that's Axel. He's the dungeon master. If you guys missed the, the role play extravaganza that we did, he was actually uh, the, the GM, as it's called, the game master. And uh, yeah, so so there you go. Uh, I don't know. Like this stuff is uh, scary, right? This stuff is um, it, it, it goes deep. And part of this whole business of the uh, the child sex trafficking and the rest of this and how how really intertwined it is with, well, the highest levels of power in the world. Uh, well, I think I'll probably stop there but uh you got it you know what i'm saying yeah it's terrible it's uh it's terrible yeah uh so let's go let's go one more quick uh speaking of this yep um mm-hmm. uh odd how these synchronicities happen as we get to the end of this one more article this is from cbs news and yep california movie producer charged with operating prostitution ring the party is over. Yep, check this out. So this clown, uh, Dylan Jordan, operated an extensive and far-reaching prostitution business through two front companies, a purported party and event planning company, and an actual movie production company, U.S. Attorney Audrey Strauss said in a release. Now the party is over and the film is a wrap. There you go. There's your one-liner. Jordan is listed among dozens of producers on films, including, now listen to these films, the 2018 film, the kindergarten teacher which featured maggie gyllenhaal and the 2019 movie the kid yeah right which starred ethan hawk he was also one of the producers on the 2018 movie skin starring jamie bell according to imdb there you go party's over what in the world like this is what i'm saying guys this is exactly what i'm talking about how on god's green earth is uh is this just allowed to be okay allowed to persist allowed for uh people to have leverage over the world's leaders (laughs) this is crazy right like the the level of insanity here that's not even conspiracy anymore Uh, this is what i'm saying right jeffrey epstein didn't kill himself 
is the event that made everybody a conspiracy theorist. Because of course, there's theory and there's reality. Weird, no? Super weird. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's play the Star Wars crawl. Let's do it. Let's do the outro and thank you. Thanks for the call, Axel. Thanks for sharing your knowledge on the uh, the Epstein business and the dirty dealings that went on there because it's still going on apparently. Like I said, that network hasn't ceased to exist, but uh, they've got the the front woman in jail. So yeah, that's that. But uh, yeah, as you know, happy Friday. This is the end of the week for Troubled Minds. And, well, we'll be back on Monday. Well, maybe, eh, I don't know. We'll see. Keep an eye this weekend. Thank you. Twitch subs, AJ Dare, Alien Echan, Dark Devious, 40s AM. Thanks also to 40s for throwing out all the gift subs. Dark Devious, uh, I said that. I Dent, Jay Up, Jay from New York, Noble Cowell, also for boosting the Discord server. Thank you. And Bailey as well, Monochromatic, Not the Golf Channel, Quint67, Stinky Carnival, Super Vike One, Satan Claus. Thank you to our Patreon supporters as well. Alien Nichan, Axel Steel, Dark Devious, Dwayne Dibley, Hell21, Jay Up, Matsal, and Twigs. All right, you guys know the drill. Happy Friday. Have a fantastic weekend. Don't let it get you down. Don't let it get you down. It's uh, it is it is a dark, depressing world when you look closely, but uh, it's also a beautiful place if you make it so. So have a good weekend. Take care of yourself so you can take care of others. And uh, maybe we'll see you Sunday. If not for sure, Monday we'll be back at 3 p.m. Pacific for more Troubled Minds news. Have a great weekend, guys. We'll see you soon. Thanks for uh, thanks for being part of this. Thanks for listening. Thanks for caring. Spread the word. Let people know. I appreciate that a lot. We'll talk to you soon. time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details